Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! I, I had this moment where I felt really old because I had no desire for the new console. And I think it has mostly to do that there isn't a game yet yeah. that I have to play. I keep staring at it. It's very beautiful. I think it's super ugly. It's it like, looks like modern architecture. No, to me, it looks like what the 80s thought modern architecture would look like in 2030. <laughs> like, that's that's what I see. Oh, that's that. funny. It's just white and plastic, and it's like a fucking stormtrooper. It is a stormtrooper. Yeah. I don't want my appliances to stand out. It bothers Mikey's me. Mikey's actively pointing at it, this thing. It bothers me what, what this looks like. Like, I, I just want to hide. It's nine o'clock at night? No, it's <laughs> noon, man. Oh, what? No, that's <laughs> And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast, where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Major Bascom. And I am Mikey Americanaworld. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because we're, this is this is a weird theme month mm-hmm. because we kind of decided on it halfway through the month. <laughs> yeah, we did. During like halfway through the first game, we're like, oh no, after the first episode, which was- uh, Civilization. Civilization. Yeah. We went- we should make this a whole month. Like, yeah. oh, okay. And then we didn't really think, we didn't really think about the fact that like civilization isn't really an Americana game either. No. But it had to do, we did it based on the fact that the election was happening that day mm-hmm. and we wanted to give people a sense of control over world politics yeah. for the first time in mm-hmm. forever. Uh, but today we're going to take a look at a game that is maybe one of the most patriotic games uh, in recent memory. How could it not be? How could it not be? It's Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Absolutely. Not just ninjas. Dragon Ninja. D- Dragon, the, the titular the, Dragon Ninja. Singular? Titular. Dragon Ninja. <laughs> Eponymous Dragon Ninja. Yeah. it's. Uh, you might know me from my video game. Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. <laughs> I am Dragon Ninja. Nice I'm Troy McClure. You. Oh. Oh, the Dragon oh, Ninja. Oh, I've heard of you. This, this is an interesting one because uh, neither you nor myself have played this no. game. No. Um, this is okay. So those are uh, for those of you who are new to the podcast. First of all, welcome. What's I say up? this. I say this once. A, once a podcast. <laughs> I love it. It's so uh, welcoming. Typically, what we like to do is take a look back at games that we played when we were kids. We rate and review them as we remember them uh, back in the day. Then we take a break, play them, show you some of the gameplay, or let you listen to some of the gameplay, and then come back and rate it in the modern day. Every so often, we have a game like this where neither of us have played it. But what we're going to do is talk about the game, talk about what it has to do with Americana, play the game, and then rate it as we uh, like it in the modern day. But also give it a retro ranking based. On what we think we would have thought yeah. of it back in the day. That's yeah. how we get around uh, taking a look at some fun games that neither of us have played. And this is one of the more fun games, I think, oh, yeah. just based on the description. Well, it has a very famous title card cutscene. Yes. That, you know, everybody knows. Yes. Are you a bad enough dude? Which I've always asked myself, am I a bad enough dude? You know what? I you know, and this is of course the uh, '80s kind of uh, bad, where bad is good. But, oh, very confusing. So bad. You're <laughs> such a bad boy. <laughs> like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, well, your he, your turns hero. Out he was bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> I think we're all bad, and everyone goes, "Bad means good," and he goes, "What? Did you <laughs> did no. you call Michael Jackson my hero?" Uh, I don't know. I think you were na- you were the titular Michael of this podcast. Well, I was named I was named after Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's of course. Uh, we, we actually we we came up with your origin story a couple weeks ago that you're named after a gardener. I am named after a gardener. The gardener, Jake Gardner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the gardener was Michael Jackson. Was Michael Jackson? He was down on his luck. He yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to be a singer. Heads up. It's I was, not. It's not a green thumb. It's a brown thumb. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Yeah. Well. How do you get a brown thumb? Yeah, okay. I was afraid. Yeah, I was afraid of that. <laughs> um, always, okay, so typically in the first 10 minutes of the podcast, I summarize it for our new listeners, and then I talk about one nasty part of our human anatomy. That's yeah. that's kind of, that's that's part and parcel. I, I scare off all those new people immediately after welcoming them. <laughs> 
Um, I'd love to see the metrics on that. Like people turning it, it off uh, after. Yeah, 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 we have like a chart, a graph that's right in front of us the whole time. Like, yeah. look at all those lists. Oh no. Oh no, they're all turning off. Quick, quick, turn it around. <laughs> Andrew, say something wholesome. Um, so speaking of wholesome things though, uh-huh. um, this, this like you said, the title card of Are You Bad Enough Dudes is super, super famous. Yeah, very um, famous. And I, I was thinking about this literally last night. So it's I'm, I'm happy that we're talking about this today. Mm. Um, when you consider your interactions with people on the street. Right. Do you ever, like, I, I feel like most people do this because I do this all the time. When you imagine yourself in like a confrontation with someone on the street and you're like the calm, collected one and cool one. And then you picture yourself like, listen, you take one more step forward and, and I'm going to consider that an assault and yeah. I'm going to have to defend myself. And you're saying everything right and they're right. saying everything wrong and you're in the right and it gives you the excuse to beat that person up. Okay. And you picture the fight and it's this whole like thing and the crowd's like, wow, and they're like clapping for you, like good job. Yeah. Do yeah, you ever yeah. find yourself thinking about that stuff? Yeah, well, those are like, you just described every 80s movie. There's yeah. a couple fire barrels. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a, a rotisserie thing. chicken on the ground somewhere <laughs> yeah, that you stop yeah. to eat. But I, I picture that all the time and now here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I've had a dog for the last five and a half years or so, mm-hmm. right? So everywhere I go downtown in lovely, lovely Toronto, uh, I have my dog with me. Mm. So every time I picture these situations, it starts with me being like, well, you take one more step and this and that. And the first thing I have to do is like bend over and tie my dog up yeah, to yeah. a pole. <laughs> and that's part of the thing. And I just, it occurred to me last night how fucking weird that is. Yeah. That my fight fantasies start with me tying my dog up to a pole. Is that, <laughs> is that normal? No, I don't think that's also normal. Also my sex fantasies have start with me tying my dog up to uh, a pole. Just one second. Tying my dog up. <laughs> that's a euphemism, of course. Uh, is uh, No, I, I completely agree with you. I think that's you being responsible. If you were having like, Macho Man fantasies. Yes. Miss Elizabeth, of course. Yes. Uh, no, but if you you had the dog... Hey, give, like, give us your Macho Man. Ooh, Mikey, let me tell you something, brother. It's a good... It's a good I Thanks, like man. I like the excuse for you to bring it out. I, I, any, any chance I get to be Macho Man. <laughs> um, I think in this fantasy, though, there's two guys. Yes. And you and your dog, and you go, okay, and you give it a little... And the dog... <laughs> Goes through the throat of one guy. Like, just kills him. <laughs> Frankie, the 25-pound Shiba Inu, <laughs> yeah. goes for the throat. Just, like, a, does a double cartwheel, back back handspring, and then yeah. goes on his throat, and you're like, you give a little bit, like, the inevitable's here. And the guy's like, oh, shit. And you yeah. just beat the just merciless crap. Yeah. yeah. To, to the cheering fans, like golf claps in the in The, the guy's on the ground going, stop, no, I give up. And you're like, no, you had your chance. And everyone's like, very good, kill And then him. the cops come and arrest him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You were uh, you were harassing the public, sir. Yeah. He's just like a crumpled mess. Every bone is broken in his body. It's like uh, Sonny, Sonny Bono. I just like thinking about hurting people. Yeah. Well, it seems to be a reoccurring trend. So luckily we get to play a game today where we, we get hurt to do that. A lot of people. Yeah. And eat be- chickens and stuff. Before we get to the game, <laughs> Andrew, uh, as we always do, let's take a detour and talk about anything but. Well, I think the most, uh, the most important and obvious thing we need to do this week more than any other yes. week is I need to direct you seven feet to your left, right? Whatever. Yes. And your PS5 is sitting right there on the couch. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about my game and watch. My game and well, watch Mario. Well, let's talk. We can talk about the game and watch too, because that's pretty cool. Sure, let's talk about it. This is, but this is the time. Yeah, I see the PlayStation Five, but okay. also see that game and watch. There. Yeah, I see it. That's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. So, Mikey showed me the game and watch, and I kind of like when I held it. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, this is so dumb. Like but that's the like, purpose of it. So light and cheap plastic mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff, and then you turn it on, and that screen. The screen is great. Vivid. But listen, the game itself, uh huh, it's kind of bullshit. You can't even triple jump. Like, <laughs> yeah, am I yeah. supposed to? You Where's my to, Tanuki suit? Where's my Tanuki suit? How am I supposed to beat Mario when I can't uh-huh. triple jump? Yeah. And I can't run around in a garden in 3D. Like this one, this is what I don't understand. Yeah. They just re- they just released this. Guys, if you're listening to this in the future, 
We're recording this in 2020. Oh. I guess they're always listening to it they're in the future. They're always listening to it <laughs> in, the always be in the future. This is also the future. Now it's also the future. Now it's the future as well. What about now? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. How do we avoid this? See, you're getting this pretty good here. Yeah. I'm honestly really in tune with the future. <laughs> I like that you have like a existential crisis about how age is just, and like time <laughs> yeah. is just passing in such a rapid rate. And you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh so my God. So it isn't a flat circle? <laughs> um, hard, hard drag of a cigarette, Matthew McConaughey yeah. style. <laughs> Um, so here's the thing. It's 2020 when we're recording this. The game that Nintendo just put in my pocket is 2D. Yeah. But they've already done 3D Mario. Yeah. Why are they going backward? What happened? They <laughs> tricked me. I don't think tricked you. They tricked me hard. <laughs> I, I. It's amazing he can't jump in his go-kart anytime he wants. Well, I think I, the levels would be a lot easier. Thing. I know he can drive. Yeah. yeah he's I, got at least a G1. Yeah, he's got his license. Learner's permit. He's yeah. got his learner's yeah, permit for yeah. sure. Yeah. Do you think Yoshi was his driving instructor? I hope so. Like sitting next to him, like with a clipboard, like, oh. And then uh, his, his window's judging. open and he's just like, like sticking his tongue out and grabbing <laughs> flies as they go by. Yeah. Um, love it. But that's, yeah. So that's the Game & Watch. I actually, I do love the Game & Watch. It's but really I, cool. I, I'm making a joke. I do want to talk about my beautiful, <laughs> huge, huge behemoth of a console. <laughs> the monolith. The PlayStation the 5. PS5. It is enormous. It is. We are actually like actively pointing and staring at it as every time we reference it. Because it's hard not to. It's like if there was another person in the room and we're like, well, let's not talk about Brad. You would look at Brad and point at him because yes. he's a monster. Yes. This thing is a monster. It's a monster. It's like Frankie Valley because I can't take my eyes off of you. <laughs> and big girls don't cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's it's obviously, it's a very exciting week for so many people. The new yes. consoles are shipping. It's, uh, some people have gotten them. Some people are getting them. It's a weird circumstance where mm. um, the console launches and a lot of people who had pre-orders aren't going to have their console for, you know, a week, yeah. week and a half Speaking after uh, the launch date. I lucked out somehow. I didn't get a pre-order, but I did end up getting an Amazon order the day it came out. So right. it just arrived this morning, just before we started to record the podcast. So I'm unfortunately not going to be able to talk much about the games themselves, which is yeah. unfortunate because I know yeah. now is when people want to to hear me me specifically oh, yeah. talk about PlayStation. Yeah. Um, I just have people constantly calling me. Yeah. And they're like, hey, Mikey. And I'm like, What? And then there's an awkward silence. Yeah. And then they say, I'm sorry, Master, but I heard that you got, what, what, did you, what are you talking master? about? Master? Yeah, yeah. It's either that you're a young boy from a rich English family, <laughs> or you run a dojo and I don't know about it. <laughs> I have run dojos before. Have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Sorry, I've run away from dojos because <laughs> yeah, they've kicked yeah. me out and they chase me and they're very scary with their nuns. What is that when you get kicked out of the military, but... Uh, no, it's you, dishonorable discharge. Dishonorable discharge yeah. from uh, dojos. That's also what happens when I have gonorrhea. Mm. Dishonorable discharge. Oh, for yeah, the yeah, love yeah. of God. <laughs> Jesus, even that got me. <laughs> oh, wow. So back to the PS5. Yeah. Uh, people often call you up and say, they what do you say, think about they say, what do you think about it? Yeah. And, and people have, uh, legitimately though, people on Twitter at Retrograde uh, Mikey and you're at, at yes. Retrograde Andy. Yes. And then we have at Retrograde retrograde pod i'll get better at saying that eventually yeah, you'll get there um they've been reaching out and wanting to know my opinions on it. i'm like guys i don't have it yet because i i posted about me having got one on yeah, amazon you can go to retrograde mikey and see the saga of the last week of mikey being bummed he doesn't have yes. it hope bummed again very bummed found the link then ordered it and, ext I and went, ecstatic i went through like legit all the stages of grief to the point where like at one point i just had a really angry tweet about scalpers and i was i was 10 minutes away literally from tweeting well, on the bright side, there's a chance a scalper's family member gets in a car accident today. Oh <laughs> and then I got it and I was like, I don't care anymore. It's sad that my most successful tweet of all time, and success, I'm using in the loosest terms. Uh, oh, is, like your mom's terms? Oh, dude. <laughs> 
it's three for three. Uh, is uh, is uh, is the guy that you know had all the photos of all the PS fives? Oh like, yeah. Hey Mike, fuck you. And people are just like, yeah, fuck just Mike. Dogpiling. But like, I was okay with just ending it at fuck Mike. And I've gotten so many replies of people like, yeah, let's kill him. And you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah. wait, okay, one at a time here, guys. Yeah, it's amazing. So basically, what you're talking about, there's a uh, a tweet that someone posted with like basically a room full of PlayStation yeah, like 5s and it was something like fuck your feelings disc edition $1000 digital 900 or yeah. so, something like that and uh just like legitimately from the bottom of my heart and i mean this and this is not a game if you bought a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox with the intention of reselling it yeah fuck you and your entire family. Like, I legitimately dislike you as a person. I think it's it's just the grimiest, greasiest thing you aren't can they do. Just a third, aren't they just a third party? Isn't it, What's different than Walmart? Sony made it. We're buying it. Yeah. What's Walmart, at, my at, man? At MSRP. What's Amazon? What's a... Uh, Amazon, Amazon is... They're all just retail. They're getting this guy, his, his, it's Mike's retail. It's Mike's, Mike's retail. Basement retail. Mike's basement retail for twice the amount <laughs> Of people like, and here's what frustrates me is when you get in the weeds. I only half believe what I just said. Yeah, no, of course. (laughs) And you're actively trying to find this Mm -hmm. to find the console. You recognize how many passionate people are out there who just want to get the console and play it. Yeah, passion's a way to describe it. Passion's a very good way to describe it. Yeah, Hmm. and you're basically taking the hard work of another company, like um um uh like Sony. Like Sony makes the console. Sony made. You're, You're taking that product you're getting in the way of the end user getting it and just charging a syntax of some sort and and doubling the price. There's so little involved in that process that has anything to do with your talent. Mm. And you, like... Everyone who does this fancies themselves like a Gordon Gecko or or what's the guy's name from Wolf of Wall Street. Like, it, yeah. I don't care about your feelings. Jordan Belfort. Jordan, Jordan Belfort. Belfor, Belfor, something, like something like that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're circling it. Yeah, like like yeah. I don't care about your feelings. It's about making money and this and that. Like, listen, instead of doing this, find a way to develop a talent of some sort and make money on yourself, as opposed to just getting in the way arbitrarily and making money off well, of other people. Okay, so here's my other half argument: Isn't there talent being able to build bots that can create algorithms to buy these things? How, ma- how many of these scalpers, uh-huh. first of all, yeah. are Building their own bots versus using Paying something the that they've yeah. that they've bought bought a, a bot that they a bo- bought a bot a bot. Uh, and the other thing is, if you have the ability to uh, to build a bot to do that, do it for a better purpose. Because there are a lot of people with the talent to build something like that, yeah. and they use it for something purposeful, as opposed yeah. to just taking advantage of. Other people like you can also argue that like you have a talent for drug dealing because you know how to avoid the cops and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, but that's a talent that most people don't want. Like they don't want to use that part of their right. brain for something that offers nothing to yeah, yeah, yeah. the end user. But like scalping has been around as long as there's been things to buy. Yeah. And I've, and, and my hatred towards scalpers <laughs> has been around for equally what about as tickets? long. I have bought off of scalpers in the past. I hate having to buy off scalpers. But you have, right? Of course I have. Yeah. Out of necessity though. Yeah. yeah if, no, right. Like, like, cause you're never buying tickets from scalpers at face value. Very, very seldom. Very seldom. Very Only seldom. after the, when you get into the second inning after and you're like, period, what do you got? Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I totally agree with you, but things are being shipped now. It seems like lots of people are getting them based on, based on Twitter. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're not, uh, you're going to hold off a little bit, I think, right? To yeah, see a little bit more from I don't one of the wanna, consoles. We don't need to talk about me. I don't want to put water on everyone else's fire here. <laughs> I just am not, 
I am very content getting it when I think I need it. And at this point, I just don't have that burning desire yet to get one because there isn't a title where I'm like, if I don't play this right now, I'm yeah. going to melt. I, I totally get that. Yeah. And I just also, I saw what you dealt, dealt with all week. Oh, man. It was <laughs> And miserable. I was kind of like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good for a bit. I hate it. Yeah. But like, I, I, I think I'm pretty sure the listener would have picked up on this. I have like very high obsessive compulsive tendencies no. that I've done a good job of, of uh, controlling. Mm-hmm. But when it comes out, it's it comes out hard yeah. and this is like notifications on my phone following all the message boards constantly checking in constantly refreshing right uh, uh tabs and all that and this sense of like not having control over ultimately whether or not i get it mm-hmm. just drives me fucking insane yeah and here is one thing that i dislike about sony and, and microsoft and these companies they know that oh yeah and they prey on it because if it were available I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have scrambled to get one because I'm like, you know what? When I need to get it, I will get it. Mm-hmm. But now I don't know. But yeah. I ultimately, I was in your boat as well where I thought there's nothing that I need to play right now, especially on the Xbox. I am good for the new Xbox until something comes out where I'm like, I can only play it on that console and I need to play it, which is weird to say because I prefer Xbox as a as a brand and as a console over PlayStation. Interesting. Um, but in this case, Demon's Souls coming out, like the more I thought about not having that day one, the more bummed out I... I like, well, there you go. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows the Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, that is my favorite type Absolutely. of game that exists. And here's a new remake of of the game that I haven't beaten yeah. in the original Demon Souls, and I get to play it in like stunning new, like totally. fucking. I'm here for it. Man. Well, you know what's funny because I think you know making a purchase like this, and let's let's be real, this you know it's a big purchase. It's almost a thousand dollars. Legitimately, one of the few times I've spent this much money on one thing. Like oh, when, for sure. when else is that happening? in the middle of a in the middle of a, a trying time for a lot of yep. people and everything? I think the other part I'm I'm holding back on because I saw something you also mentioned on Twitter, and I believe Riley Little jumped in on this as well. Is that I'm looking to upgrade my speaker and TV system. Oh as well. yeah, yeah. And it felt very foolish of me to spend all this money with beautiful graphics and stuff like that, and then play it on an absolute potato of a television. Hundred percent. I was kind of like, well, maybe I should just guide, buy the, all these things in conjunction and kind of reshape my room a little. Yeah, bit, you that's, know? that's my next plan because I have a I have a really good TV. It was a top of the line TV before 4K was a thing, mm. like the year before. Yeah. So that extra step I don't have. And yeah. it's a big TV. It's beautiful. It's got great motion and, and, and color and all that. Um, but I want to be able to play 4K at this point. Like, I have the console. Yeah. And uh, and, and I just... Reminds me of when HD television came out. Oh, man, And people yeah. are like, I have an HD television. And you're like, yeah, but does, is your box HD? And yeah. And they're like, it doesn't... No, my television is HD. <laughs> and you're like... Uh, and it was always like my dad's friend yeah. or something like that. So he's like, doesn't understand technology as well. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but your box needs to be... Right, the, thing, the and signal would, you're getting is not. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what you tell. The output is if right. the input's not. And I was, and it, they would just cut you off like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I spent seven thousand dollars. Right, and, and that's TV how much it would have is, been back then. Oh too. yeah, TVs. It's funny how dramatic TVs have gotten so much cheaper. So you much get cheaper. a very good television for a thousand dollars, or just under that. Yeah. And now we, you, our parents used to have a television as big as my fridge. Yeah. And it was like ten thousand dollars. Yes. Like what the yeah. hell? Can you imagine it's bonkers. making that purchase? I, 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 and it was always like a plasma TV, which notoriously the screen would have burn in, and yeah. like, and that was like top of the line, but it was also shitty in terms of aging. Or it was as big as it was long, right. as it was wide, right? Like, right. You'd and have so to, fucking heavy. Plasma would, TVs were so <laughs> fucking heavy. Yeah, it would come three feet off the wall. Yeah. And then, yeah, crazy. You know, I started working out as mm-hmm. a kid because 
I had to carry, like, I, I never worked out as a kid. I was tall and super, super skinny. I was six foot two, 135 pounds in high school. Like, very, like, thin. very, very thin. Mm-hmm. And my dad and I had to move our plasma TV from uh, uh, the, the, the middle floor into the basement. So we're moving it, and I could barely lift it. It was so heavy. And my dad said to me, like, you need to figure this out. Like, you need to get strong because this is embarrassing. And I've never forgotten that moment. And I got a gym membership like the next week. And now I don't think I've gone a week without working out in forever. That That's- is so funny that like your dad took no ownership over rearing his children. Yeah. And he just went like, you need to look in the mirror and figure out what's going on in your life. And yeah. he's like, and I'm done that. That was parenting. I'll see you later. I'm gonna go to the bar. Listen, here's the thing. It kind of worked. <laughs> I mean, my therapist will tell you there's probably a better way he could have gone about it, but you know, got, yeah. I'm sure that's justify no the means. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh yeah. Oh, that's always a solid argument. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. Oh my God. You know what? I want to talk about another video game. I think yeah. I can contribute to this conversation. Okay. So I talked about it last week and going back for last week, the Oregon Trail episode. Yes. And thank you so much for all the nice comments we've gotten about Oh man, that, that was a very successful episode. We loved recording it. Yeah. I'm glad everyone liked listening to it. Man, that was a lot of fun. But and that, we could have we played you guys way more gameplay as well. We played that game for a long time. That was one of the first episodes that legitimately could have been a two-hour episode. Mm-hmm. And first of all, no one wants that. No. But we understand that. And because people want more content, we have some more information some coming news. in a couple yeah. weeks. But But- in that episode, I mentioned Civilization Six because we had played Civilization Two yes. previous to that, and uh, Civilization pre- Three. Yep, Civilization Three previous to this, and uh, and so I played Civilization Six. Mikey, last time we talked, I was like, "This is a great game." Yep, it's so long. Yeah, but it's great. I swear to God, this game is like one of the first times I've played a video game where I j- I enjoy it. But this is touching more of the drugs and gambling part of my brain than it is video game part of really? my brain. Absolutely it is. It is the one more turn fantasy of like, well, just one more turn. Which just it's one become more known for. It's absolutely that franchise has become known for that. And, you know, like, you know, time is valuable. We're adults and we have jobs yep. and things like that. And we're very lucky to have jobs, but we, you do. And so on your day off, I'm like, I look up and I'm like, I've been playing this for four hours. <laughs> and I'm like, and I've done nothing. Like, and I don't mean nothing. I mean that like, you know, if I play a game that's very long, I could see that I, oh, I've, I've conquered two new towns. Sure. Like, I have a new horse oh no Jesus horse Christ. cast i'm gonna do the drop look it's a bird it's nope a that's bird cast no, and we're just gonna deal cast. with it this is, we were so smart to add it to the board and oh sweet yeah i'm gonna use that oh and uh it ended with oh sweet George, George yeah that. and then it used <laughs> oh my god that drop was miserable oh, okay that was really bad but nonetheless so like you play red dead redemption What's by up? the way remember when i was recording the drops and you chimed in with george bush is a war criminal <laughs> The listeners just just been brought in on that. You know what? I'm not backing and off hey, at all. I'm editing this week, and whatever the fuck just happened there is staying in. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> you know what? I'm not backing off that one at no. all. Um, get a seat in the hag. Yeah. Uh, no, is it? Uh, you know, in Red Dead Redemption, you like you you you'd advance and you do stuff, and you sure. could at least like knock things off for your accomplishments or stuff like that. With Civilization, yeah, I could play for legitimately four hours and not really have done much for really? this game progressing. And it's one of the first times only, and I swear to God, this is my age showing, so just go with me. It's one of the first times only where I was like, I'm wasting my time playing this wow. game. Wow. I don't, I just don't, at least with video games, you get that like that nerve ending, that endorphin rush of like, you accomplish something. Yeah. And you're like, cool. And even though, who knows if we actually did, but at least you're entertained, things like that. This is one of the ones where, 
I have the, it's like playing a slot machine because nothing has happened. You've just lost a little bit of money and five hours have passed. Wow. And I go, oh man, I don't know if this was worth it. I want to, I want to stay on this for a little bit because I'm super okay. curious about this. And we had a conversation about my obsession with Overwatch and the shame that I feel after playing two yeah. hours of Overwatch. And a lot of what you're saying is a sentiment that I echo where it's like, I don't think echo speaking of which another character in Overwatch hey. um, is that I can spend two hours playing it. And I know that nothing in my life is changing. And, yeah. and, and there's this overall understanding that if I spend two hours doing something more productive, I can better myself. Whereas yeah. I don't think I'm bettering myself when I play this game, but that's an issue that I have with video games in general. It's, it's why like, listen, I've got a video game podcast. I love the medium. I love video games, but there's this weird inherent sense of shame that I have when I'm playing them. I think, cause it was just drilled in me as a kid, like video games are a waste of time. And this is from people who would like watch Fox news all day or like watch the oh, bachelor. God, yeah. But, but you, it, I don't think you have the same sort of sentiment. Oh, around I don't video feel games. that way at all. So I'm trying to get an understanding of why, specifically civilization gives this to you when civilization in my mind would be a much more cerebral demanding game where it would almost it would make you smarter to, to play this more as opposed to like MLB which is what oh, yeah. the show which, which I like you play so can you walk us through the difference between you playing four hours sure. of MLB and you playing four hours of civilization and why you you spend the same amount of time doing essentially the same amount of non-productive thing mm -hmm. and reach the end of that thinking one was productive and one wasn't. You know, I think I think it's just level of accomplishments. In, in something like MLB, I could finish a game, I go, I won that game, I lost sure. that game. Or I could sim through a season and build a team and go, oh, that was a good team. Oh my goodness. I think with, with civilization, the fact that it's a turn-based game has a large part to do with it. Okay. Because you have to sit there and watch other players play, and th during every during every turn, you can have to go like uh, you're like, oh, well, here's thirty seconds of nothing, right? And then you only can do so much, and then so it's all incremental, um, all incremental change or incremental accomplishment. But the problem is with the game is the point of the game is to play many games to try all the different kinds of civilizations. There's like twenty of them to try all the kind of maps to try all these different kind of combinations of like city states and everything. The point is to play and replay and replay and replay. Right, but right. when every game takes legitimately six hours plus, yeah, you do sit there and go. I think I sat here for most of a game and nothing. I haven't discovered that much. I haven't started a war. I haven't started anything. I've just done nothing. Yeah, and then I go, oh my god, like. I understand this might be the user end experience that is the issue that I'm so expected with immediate satisfaction or not even immediate, immediate, but some within a certain time parameter satisfaction. And I'm just not getting it from uh -huh. this game. And so I, so like you have your four hours at night before you go to bed or whatever sure. that after work, you do that and you all of a sudden are brushing your teeth. You're like, what did I do tonight? Yeah. I didn't even do, like, whereas Last, so Last of Us 2 is a really good example because I started that game, I flew through it. Yeah, yeah. And was like, and I finished it and I went, I put the controller down and went, wow. And I thought a lot yeah. about it and it stayed with me and it's, you know, and my opinions have changed and I've wrestled with things. I'm never going to have this opinion about Civilization VI. I will never say that giving a whole three days in a row to Last of Us 2 was a waste of time. Sure. That wasn't a waste of time. It was a story. There was ups and downs. Yeah. And oh my God. Civilization VI, I swear to God, I'm, I can go, that was a fine game and I'm never going to have another thought from it. And so devoting 30, 40 hours into it might feel like a waste of time. Interesting. So you walk away from Civilization 
understanding that whatever occurred in the last four or five hours is something you'll never need to address again in your no. entire life. Whereas The Last of Us, we had a whole three-hour podcast about it and could have filled six more hours Oh my God. And it. you and I, like, you and I getting at each other about yep. stuff. Like, we felt passionate right. about this. That like, was like art. Like, like when I think of, of art as art, mm-hmm. Last of Us exists there. And w- that's something that you and I beat up a lot. And so, like, and it's not to say that these role-playing games don't have a place. I love Age of Empires. It's one of my favorite franchises of all time. But when I finish a game in an hour and a half, I go, oh, okay. So, and then I think, I'm like, what can I do better next time? But okay. see, I was going to bring this up because to me, Age of Empires is a much more, it's it's a it's a very similar game in sure. concept to Civilization in terms of the fact that you can spend two hours with it and not take anything away from yeah. that experience. Now, one thing I want to draw attention to, maybe this is getting too cerebral, but I find this kind of fascinating. You mentioned that Civilization is playing more towards your drugs and gambling. So I think you said drugs yeah. and gambling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But wouldn't Age of Empires be more I don't have a problem. There? I just want to make that be incredibly <laughs> clear. I don't want it to be like, I'm a, I am haven't touched those things in 10 years, yeah, and yeah, all of a sudden yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm shaking. Yeah. No, no, but like, is it, wouldn't it be more that it doesn't have the immediate dopamine rush that drugs and gambling would give you, whereas Age of Empires almost does? Well, that's interesting. I think it just it's the stringing along factor of like, you know, whereas you get huge rushes of accomplishment endorphins by playing video games at times because you go, oh, I finally did it. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel really good. This is like giving you 75% of what you want constantly. Just going like, almost there, almost uh, there. So you almost never there. have it's, the payoff. It is the edging of video games. Oh, that's interesting. I yeah. like that. And you never get the payoff. That's, vi- you know what? That's that's a great way to put it. I think, I think we've figured it out. Okay, Like now nice. I'm, I'm totally on board because every other game I was going to bring up, Age of Empires, uh, MLB, Stardew Valley, Stardew Valley has an element of like, oh, I'm on top right now. Yeah. This is yeah. the payoff. End, like there's an end of day cycle in Stardew Valley and yeah. this is how much money you paid. There's an end of a game in MLB. There's an end of a game in Age of Empires every half an hour, yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah, it depends. But yeah. in Civilization, it's like you get... Whereas even in The Last of Us, you have story beats, which yes. gives you that satisfaction. Acts. In this, it's just a constant, monotonous kind of drifting. Totally. Yeah. And so like, and because like, you know, Stardew Valley is a really good example too, because you're like, well, you're just having a farm till the end of eternity. No, it's like, well, I really want to get a barn. Right. And so I'm going to build towards this barn. Right. And then I get the barn and I'm like, oh, I got that barn. Yeah. Nice. And then you kind of look to your next goal and go, okay, what else am I going to do? Oh, I want to do yep. this. This one is just like, you want to build a theater district in four turns? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, here's a theater district. I'm like, okay. Oh, true. So now what do you want? I'm like, uh, of a, uh, a, 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 a horse, a so, horse guy. And they're like, oh, you, a horse guy? Six turns. I'm like, oh, okay. So, so that's interesting because then it's like the, the accomplishments you get in civilization yeah. don't impact the gameplay at all. They're so minimal. Just, right. It's almost like a text-based event, like kind of like Oregon Trail. Yeah. And the other one too is it is essentially a board game. Mm-hmm. But the best part about board games is you play with people so you can yell right. at them about right, stuff. Right, 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 right. This is, you sit there blankly while people move around and you can't even see them. And you're like, okay, wait. And you're like, I feel like this should be cut out of this game where they can skip automatically sure, to your next turn. Sure, sure, I don't need to, because they're doing it like I can watch them. But right. for most of the map, unless you have somebody exactly in their area, you don't you see You can't them. see it happening. So you're just sitting That's there annoying. waiting for the next That's turn really to That's really annoying. It is so annoying, but it has that one more turn thing where yep. you go, well, I just want to make sure I build that. And then you go, oh, okay, I built it. That's honestly, <sighs> this conversation probably steered me away from 
investing more time into the Civilization franchise. But you you mentioned it being like a board game, which yeah. is a really good comparison. And I love board games. You love board I games. Love board we games. don't get to play board games enough, no. uh, especially nowadays. Um, but I'm there. there's a very famous board game ah. uh, about which a new TV show on Netflix is based. Uh, the board game being Chess. Oh. Which is a board game. Queen's Gambit. Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Which, uh, have you been watching that show? I have. I'm not finished it yet. I'm about three or four episodes in. It is very well made. It's I'm incredible. I'm very much enjoying it. Another I, another show filmed in Toronto. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Cambridge, Toronto. Oh, that's amazing. Sorry. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, you know what's funny is a couple scenes I was like, that looks a bit like Toronto, but like dolled up to look more like the 60s or whatever, whatever the era The Danforth is. does really well with yes. looking like the 60s. Yes. 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 Sorry. Then now we're talking about hyper Toronto areas right now. But Which yes. honestly, you know how there's some podcasts that, that have that element of being very specific about something? I know so much about California geography. Yes. And streets right. and things be just based on right. podcasts. So here's our chance to get back at the podcasting yeah, world by talking hyper Toronto. <laughs> I like it. We should be sponsored by the Tourism Toronto Board. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, yeah. hit us Danforth, up, John aka Tory. Greek Town, is yeah. a neighborhood that was built in the 1910s. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I was confused though. The reason I started watching Queen's Gambit is because mm. I thought it was going to be about Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> oh my god! I thought it was Claire Foy and Taylor <laughs> Kitsch on the on the run doing yeah. crimes. I mean, Taylor Kitsch is the Queen's Gambit. He is the Queen's he's a Gambit. Handsome boy. Oh boy, he's so. There is I, just with the show generically. There is. Uh, <laughs> I've said it six or seven times. We're going like, will she succeed? Will she not? Well, that's truly the queen's gambit. <laughs> <laughs> I, and my player one is like, shut up. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do have, this is kind of like the chess player's entourage mm. where it's like, you just put her in a situation. She has not earned the right to be as good at chess <laughs> as she is. And she's dominating chess masters. Yeah. That's not how chess works. <laughs> uh, it feels like like an entourage, it, everyone, I think the reason why everyone loved that show is because you just had like an everyman who yeah. went and had every. Everything succeed. Everything worked out. No big deal. Everything's great. And in, so far, for me at least, in Queen's Gambit, everything is totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah. There. Yeah. Even her problems don't seem like her alcoholism, right. which is bad. I'm, I keep like her alcoholism and her uh, her her addiction to uh, tranquilizers. Yes. And it's like, is this not going to become a bigger deal? Like. Yeah. He, it doesn't seem like she suffers too dramatically from these very big afflictions. Right. I was I was thinking, I'm like, I want to get into chess. I need some Paps Blue Ribbon and green pills. It's like you're waiting for her co her coach or maternal figure or something like that to go like, I think it's actually making her better. Yeah, Like, right? you're like, what the hell? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I, that seems to be the message of that show. Yeah, is, yeah. yeah. Um, get all hopped up. Anything else that you've been watching or playing these days? Uh, yeah, well, Civilization Six is dominant. I, so uh, if there is... Okay, so let's do the math here. There is 7, 14, 21, 28. So there's... What, what is that? 168 hours in a week? I played Civilization for about 121 of them. <laughs> uh, I've played 0.2% of a game. Uh, so no, I haven't had any time for loved ones, no, friendship, no, uh, no. intimacy. You should have said 127 hours, and then you cut, cut your own arm off. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great a, reference. Uh, it's, it's, it is... It is it is uh, eternal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and very maternal as well. Because I would always want my mom to cut my arm off is what's well, something I've always said. You know what? Something that we, you and I talked about a lot last year and we've not talked about at all. Mm -hmm. Have you been watching The Mandalorian? You know what? I haven't, but this is oh. on purpose. Okay. Um, I want to wait to give it a couple episodes okay. so that I can binge a little bit of it. Because like a 25 minute episode, like that's not enough to watch once a week. It, re it really isn't. Oh, okay. They should release two a week or something. Like I get that they're not going to. It's fine. Like, I got it home from work last night and watched my episode. 
uh, in the bath. Ooh, it was that sounds delightful. Some real fancy boy shit. Yeah, and uh, I loved it. You, wait, I thought you didn't love the Mandalorian. I don't. So I don't. I, okay, so that, that's kind of Mando. <laughs> Mando. He hasn't shown up yet. Um, and I, that bums me out. That I'm like, I can't get a lot of Mando. I almost said Carl Weathers. It is Carl Weathers. It is Carl Weathers. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, anyway, it's been a good run. Thanks for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. I'll I see you uh, never. I I didn't want to be racist and call the guy Carl Weathers. Well, it is Carl Weathers. So I'm racist anyway. Oh, cool. I just Fuck outed me. myself trying to be safe. Fuck me. Um, no, uh, you know what? It's it's. I, so if you haven't seen it, we're not going to talk too much about it. But I I don't have the. Uh, burning desire to fly through the show like other people do or go like, oh my God. Like my fly sister, faster than the Millennium Falcon, baby. 100%. My sister started watching the show. She goes, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I don't- It is fantastic. I agree with I her. know, I know, I know. Everyone, everyone really loves it. Hey, I'm watching every episode. So yeah. like, you know, but I just don't have this like, Haha, awesome, like kind of yeah. feeling to it. I'm more like, mm, very good. And I just close my laptop. You know what? I'm, I'm, kind, of on, I'm kind of on the same page with you. Yeah. I feel- I love watching it, but I don't have that burning desire to go back and watch the next episode. And that honestly is not a mark against the, the show itself. Because yeah. like what we do in the shadows, I think is one of the funniest shows mm. I've ever seen. And if I go a couple days without watching it, I just kind of don't go back to it. And that's mm. sort of like the Mandalorian. And that's why I'm waiting to binge a little bit. Because mm. I worry that if I only watch one here and one there, I'll lose the momentum. Which I, I don't know what that that says about the show. I, but I, I'm not sure. I, my issue is I just don't think it's it's anything that the problem is with the Mandalorian is it's much like my indictment of star Wars current generation as it is with Mandalorian is that it's trying to be everything for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so therefore it is nothing. And I, and I understand it's a cowboy. I seriously, it's a Western. Yeah. I understand that it's like some star Wars lore, not too much because they're trying to create new stuff. But since it's every, a little bit of everything, it's kind of like going to a diner that has a hundred things on the menu, like a cheesecake factory or something. Yeah. Like what's its thing it's famous for? I'm not really too sure. Baby Yoda, I guess. You know what? Honestly, like it's not even something that I want to defend because I just have a weird sentimental affinity towards the star Wars universe and Western movies. Yeah. So those two making a baby, like I'm a little baby. (laughs) Yoda like I'm all over it I'm all over it so sexual I I will say I you know we'll we'll talk about it when you catch up yeah but I will say one of my favorite things is uh because Jon Favreau does these and I think people just want to get involved in the Star Wars universe but not have to direct a Star Wars movie because of all the vitriol that comes with that and the notes and you know it's got to be Captain Kennedy and Disney and then the fans and everybody um is that I think people feel safe directing this one because Jon Favreau is like protecting it it's like his and so my favorite thing is at the end you find out who directs each episode and you're like Huh. Oh, really? really? Oh, they have a lot of people like... like In the first season, there was tons of famous directors. Yeah. Like, Taika Waititi directed the uh-huh. finale, right? Uh-huh. And in this one, it's, you know, Favreau directed the first one. Yep. And the second one, you're like, Peyton Reed. I'm like, oh, Peyton Reed directed this? I'm Peyton like, Reed. Peyton Reed did Ant-Man. He also did, like, oh, okay, a bunch okay. of other stuff. And nice. I was like, oh, that's good. And the third one is Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm like, Bryce Dallas Howard directed this? I'm like, huh. Jesus. Okay, cool. Guess who directed the fourth one? Mando! Carl Weathers! No way! Yeah, and I'm like, there's, like, little stuff like that where I'm like, and that fourth hasn't happened yet, right? But um. I had to go look for it. I'm like, okay, who else is directing in this show? Oh, that's this amazing. Insane. So I will say it, it is fun for that, for that, if if no other reason. I like that a lot. And uh, obviously, uh, Andrew, you know, we record and release the same day. We basically just record the podcast <laughs> yeah. and then we launch it just straight to the internet. We do 10 right? minute blocks. We send that 10 minutes off. 
get posted. It's in posted. Length. It's yeah. posted. So like 10 minutes from now, we haven't even recorded it. No. You guys are listening to it. If you're listening to it right when this drops, it's um, almost the future. What do you think of the, uh, the end of the masters? Like, did you expect that finish? <sighs> oh my God. No, I did not. The lightning strike to kill the champion. The second place had right. to win. Never. Saw and now coming. it's, now it's a, a, a burnt green jacket. Yeah. 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 It's a dark green jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and who is the winner? Well, obviously the winner is Tiger Woods. Um, no, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I will say through the first couple of days that we saw, everything is going well. I will say I don't want to jinx anything. Everything is going well. Yes, for me and the team over at Losing Money. Yes, Losing yeah. Money with Andrew Baskin. By the way, can we take just a, you know we I I I I know that you don't want to like force Losing Money on <laughs> on the retrograde listeners, but I want to take a solid couple minutes to talk about this project that you have sure. on the Sad Styles Network, uh, Sad Styles Productions, and it's Losing Money with Andrew Baskin. It's yeah. your other podcast, my other right? podcast. Yeah, um, I want to say this from the bottom of my heart. I don't give a shit about gambling. Right. Yeah. I never right. no, gamble. No. Yeah. I don't, I don't gamble. I already have enough emotionally invested <laughs> into the sports that I you watch. You need evidence. The first hour of this podcast is a pretty good example yeah. of that. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah. I, I don't need to take the stress of, of, of economy and, and, and mix that in with, right. with, uh, with, with my sports and, and, and the bachelor and the election oh, yeah, and all of course. that. Right? Dancing with the stars. Um, yeah. But I listen to every single episode of your podcast, losing money with Andrew Bascom. And I fucking love it. I think it's so well produced. <laughs> oh, I enjoy man. it's, it's a quick half an hour, basically mm-hmm. twice a week, sometimes three times a week if there's a bonus it's episode. It's twice usually, but if we have a bonus, it'll become third, yeah. I, I will say this. Look, eventually, if if your likes don't align around sports or pop culture in some degree, right. it's probably not going to be for you. But if you, even if you're not into gambling, I do recommend that you listen to it because I love hearing the insight into sports that I watch but don't know enough about. Uh, and you guys really go deep inside of it. Um, it's it, You can find it on any podcast platform. Uh, Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Yeah. Andrew hosts it. I occasionally call in as a guest. Yeah, you've come in a couple um, times. But uh, you, you have a, a couple more uh, consistent guests on there. Yeah. It's really good to listen to, guys. If you haven't given it a shot, at least follow at Losing Money WAB on Twitter yeah. and get some updates. Uh, he, he does, Andrew does a really good job of maintaining that wow, that's, as, as each event is going that's on. That's very nice. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's just with, that, with, with Losing Money, we tried to make it as, much, as opposite to this as possible and, and everything was always going to be because Mikey and I being on this podcast will yeah. always be unique because I think you and I being on this podcast yeah, it's, is yeah. unique and then so I tried to create that with a roster of people over there with friends and and you know uh, experts and stuff like that to create characters for that show and uh, and I just I the responses have been great and there's been a lot of crossover people that have listened to this and have told me that they listen to Losing Money and that's awesome I really do appreciate it it's uh, it's it's more of a passion project and I will say you're being very honest because when I said like hey I think I want to do a gambling podcast you're like hey can't help you yeah uh, I was like I, I don't know I don't know what to say <laughs> yeah yeah but I know that you're passionate about it and and that's great uh, um, yeah. and and all the guests you have on are are I will say some pretty bad dudes <laughs> oh oh. oh. You know what's funny? I need to up my dragon ninja quota. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any dragon ninjas on. Here's the thing. I've read a thousand descriptions about this game. I still have no fucking clue what a dragon ninja is. Isn't that a little bit of a hat on a hat? It's like a dragon and a ninja. A dragon yeah. and a ninja. Like, well, granted, you say that, but Hanzo and Genji from Overwatch is dragon and ninja. Like, that's kind of the shit. same shit, right? If they tell us later, the creators of Overwatch... Hey, I'm Jeff from Overwatch. Uh, they, they told us to like, well, we went for obviously bad dudes was, uh, 
McCree <laughs> and Soldier, and then McCree, we yeah. went, yeah, they're bad dudes, and yeah. then we went to Dragon, and then obviously Versus is Echo or something. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Oh, great, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think, I think there's a lot, there's a lot in there. Dragon Ninja seems like a hat on a hat, but it also just seems like two things that go hand in hand. Um, so it's a glove on a glove, maybe we'll call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's two gloves shaking hands. <laughs> In the Predator style with Carl Weathers. Oh my God. And Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, just huge flexing muscles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man. I am movie. so hard right now. <laughs> what a movie. Um, so this game was developed by Data East. It was published by Namco and Majesco, depending on which platform you played it. Uh, it was released on the arcade in 1988 and on the NES in 1989. We're going to be playing it on the NES. And now yeah. here's where I'm not 100% sure what we're going to be up against. In the arcade version, it was very clear. You were, you were uh, tasked by President uh, Ronnie. Ronald Reagan. Uh, oh, it's actually Ronald Reagan. It's it's, it's base like they don't say Ronald Reagan, but it's it's Ronald Reagan. Hey, you bad dudes! Yeah, yeah. Can you go save my daughter. That's see, listen, pretty it's, good. It's Mister Impression, <laughs> and then Macho Man comes around, and he's all like, "Ooh, Ronald Reagan, you better watch yourself. I'm gonna body slam your daughter. I joined a Dragon Ninja." And then all of a sudden, Arnold Schwarzenegger comes, and he's like, "Uh, I." <laughs> <laughs> what the that's not what I'm, that's not on the roster of impressions. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger may as well be in this game, though, because that's it's kind of that 80s nostalgia mentality. Um, you have to save Ronald Reagan because he was kidnapped by the eponymous Dragon Ninja. Yeah, yeah, the titular. Um, but here's the thing. He was kidnapped from the White House. Mm-hmm. The game takes place in New York City. So they got the president from Washington to New York. And I know that's not a huge four or five hours, but like, that's a big risk to take. Oh yeah. Dude, through densely populated area. It wasn't like, well, there they are. There they go. (laughs) Is that Ronald Reagan? I don't know, but that's definitely Dragon Ninja. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can see Dragon Ninja from a hundred miles away. And Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dragon Ninja. (laughs) There he goes. Um, so yeah, so you Nailed save it. President Ronnie, quote unquote, from ninja kidnappers. Uh, the opening cutscene has become very, very famous. Uh, there's a title card that says, um, rampant ninja related crimes these days, period. <laughs> White House is not the exception. <laughs> is this back before? Like, I guess like Google Translate could have done a better job. I'm sorry, that's so stupid. It's so stupid. I also love the idea that the story editor from the newspaper has gotten so many ninja stories recently <laughs> that they're like, well, how do we retell this one? And it's like, I don't know. White House, House is ramp. not the exception. It's, 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 hey, is the White House the exception? No, it's not, mister. You rethink that. <laughs> also, define for me ninja-related crimes. <laughs> There's no way that's just not overtly racist. <laughs> Sushi is being stolen from all over the place. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. a shortage of shuriken everywhere you look. Oh my God, Secret Service is doing ninja anti-terrorist related activities <laughs> and training. They're like, first of all, watch out for smoke bombs. Yeah. Second of all, ninja stars, watch out for those. Like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Taking notes. <laughs> Bow staffs. And yeah. yeah, too bad. And then Ronald Reagan. It would be cool. This should be the plot of a Ninja Turtles game. See, this makes a lot more this sense. This makes, I mean, it, none of it really makes sense, but it still <laughs> makes more sense than what we're What year was this? Uh, 1988, originally in the arcade, 1989 on the NES. So, so it's right, right, right around. Time, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a turtle um, You play as Blade and Striker, which I am for those names. 100%. This is, that's great. Only uh, if Striker was with a Y, but yes, of course. <laughs> that, it should have been. It yeah. should have been. Blade with a Y, where? Doesn't matter. Striker with a Y, <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Blade, B-L-A-Y-D-E. Yeah, Blade. I like that. Uh, or, or B-L-Y-A-D-E and just like deal with it. Like yeah. whatever, I don't care. There's a Y in there because he's from the 80s. He's got, and he's got a big, big chest. Like he's got to have a Y in his name somewhere. Fantastic. 
Um, so uh, the other famous line from the uh, from the title card that everyone knows about from this game, even if you haven't played it, President Ronnie has been kidnapped by the ninjas. The ninjas. Yeah. Uh, are you a bad enough dude to rescue Ronnie? Question <laughs> mark. And I think we are. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Yeah. I think we're bad enough dudes. Uh, the game takes place, like I said, in New York City. They brought him over from Washington, which is very impressive. Um, there's a lot of differences, though, in the U.S. and the Japanese versions of these games. And they come down to the uh, summation of the game story, because I don't think we're going to beat the game. But mm. in the Japanese version of this game, it ended with President Reagan presenting you, Blade and Striker, of course. with a statue of yourselves. Okay. <laughs> which is great, but like... Who's got the space for that? Oh, no. Like I, For my home? For in New York City? Oh, my God. I can't imagine Blade and Striker are making tons of money. They're just muscled up dudes. <laughs> Them just, they could, obviously, they're muscled up. So they're yeah. carrying it up the, their walk-up, <laughs> their brownstone walk-up yeah, 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 yeah. to their studio apartment. They get it in the front door and they kind of look around at the Murphy bed <laughs> and the no oven and they're like, um... <laughs> Maybe we could from the ceiling. Yeah, let's uh, stick it out the window or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, but in the American version, and this is probably the most well-known thing about this game, when you when you save President Ronnie, uh, who we won't say who that is. It's too casual. It's too casual. It's too, I don't like it. He uh, has hamburgers with you. You eat hamburgers with President Ronnie. That's <laughs> yeah, the game. I, that's, I remember that's that. That's the end of the game. Oh, that's, that's a funny. great... like. So American. That's it. Just like, let's have some burgers. Like, there's no... It, it makes more sense to get a statue than to just have burgers with the president. But like... I'm not gonna lie. I'd rather have sta burgers with the president than a statue. I think this says a lot about the differences between... The difference between you and me. I would love a statue of myself. That I earned? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that you... So that when people came over, you're like, is that a statue? You're like, well, I didn't commission it. I was given that. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh! It's like, yeah. I posted a, uh, a picture to our... To, to, to my Twitter account, at Retrograde Mikey, recently, earlier this week, uh, or sorry, last week, where it was a picture of my office. Because mm. I was interested to see, like, what people's offices look like who are fans of video games. Sure. Do you have video game memorabilia, this and that? And in the corner, the bottom left corner of this picture, you can see a picture it's a black and white picture of a guy in a mustache who looks like he's on stage and that's me mm -hmm. but it's me dressed as freddie mercury so mm -hmm. your player one yeah, messaged player one. me on instagram yeah. and was like hey mikey do you have a picture of yourself on your wall <laughs> in your office and i was like it's not me it's freddie mercury and i feel like that's that's more acceptable than like if you were to make a statue of yourself or just take a selfie and yeah. put it on your wall. Well, on your desk at your office, you usually have loved ones. So you're like, I miss you because I'm at work all the time. I love me. <laughs> I know you do. If I don't have a mirror there, I miss me. Mirror, your husband, obviously. Mirror, my husband, yes. Uh, yes. Mirror Khan, great boxer. Fantastic boxer. Uh, but you have a picture of you, a picture of Frankie, and you're like, hmm, good. I'm done. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. I think that's I've done it. everything there is to do here. Yeah. I'd yeah. love for there's a statue of you because I could tear it down like Saddam Hussein. Like and throw <laughs> shoes at it and stuff like that. <laughs> what pose would I be in in that picture? Yeah. Or in that Probably statue? triumphantly. <laughs> or very menacing. How about that? It'd be great if it was like an ominous like looking over the people. I don't think I have it in me to have an ominous look. I think I just have the most punchable face that I could, my body can be doing whatever you want. Do you know how many times I've been told I have a very punchable face? It's <laughs> so many times in my people life. people that we're about to punch you. One guy who did sucker punch me. <laughs> oh, there you I've go. been sucker punched by a stranger in Toronto. Yeah. It happened. Yeah, I didn't did we tell that story on the podcast? I think we may have. Yeah, yeah. I think we yeah, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um I just get back to the eating burgers with the president. Okay. This is Americana month. 
Uh, what did we call it? Sorry, what is the what did that oh, guy we say? Had a, we had a couple good entries. Yeah. Shit, I should have looked this up. You know what? I'll look it up before we come okay. back for the break because we had a couple good entries, and then I want to kind of put it to the fans. Uh, we'll finally develop a name for Americana Month for the final week for the final week of Americana <laughs> Month. Yeah, yeah. So I just see we're not American. Uh, I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are American. Wait a second, Toronto's not an America. <laughs> no. Oh fuck no. me. No, it, I need a new passport. It fancies itself sometimes like yeah, that. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we're not American. There's so many people that do listen to this podcast that are. Here's what the world thinks of you from the outside. <laughs> that they're like, what's the most American thing we think of? Like eating burgers with the president? And up until 2016, that was, that was a fantasy. Yeah. And then it was like, Donald Trump, I could eat a burger with Donald Trump probably. Well, Every time people got invited over, he just put out Have a bunch food. of fast food, yeah. And it became like, oh, anyone could do this. Well, they need to win a college football championship. That was the saying, right? It was like, well, I could have a beer with him. It's yeah, like, well, was... then you have beer with shitty fucking people. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? I would never want to have a beer with him. Here's my opinion on presidents. I want someone that is so smart with me, they would be a terrible hang to have yeah. a beer with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be like, oh, this guy sucks. Let's get you know him out what, of here. Though, I... As much as I dislike him as a person um, or as a president, Bush. I would I would have a, a beer with yeah. Bush. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he would have a lot of fun. He would choke on a pretzel. He yeah. would have a beer. He'd call Dick Cheney every 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Be like, he asked me a question. How do I answer it? <laughs> yeah. He talks about his paintings all the time. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 Crap. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. Uh, but here's another game that we're going to play. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think that we should maybe take our break now. Like I said, neither of us have had any experience playing it. So I don't know much about it uh, apart from the fact that it's iconic for its strange symbolism and not symbolism it's just overt it's no, on its face i don't think it's yeah. going for a secondary meaning <laughs> i think it, i think it literally is like are you a bad enough dude and they're laughing and goes what are you laughing about are you a bad enough dude <laughs> this is like the game that bro force was made to make fun of absolutely right? yeah, yeah but except it probably plays bro force it's like fuck yeah, yeah like it's like completely yeah, unaware realizing that it's yeah, yeah, yeah exactly it's, it, it watches hot shots and top gun and watches both of them and goes these are great. These are great movies. These are one and one. And, and it sees someone walking by in an Ed Hardy shirt and is like, those bedazzles are top notch. <laughs> I love those. Yeah, I could see myself oh, in that God. dragon's eyes. This is going to be so much fun, man. It's going to be a great time. Uh, let's take a break. We'll play the game. We'll come back, rate it and review it in the modern day and in the past. Uh, let's do it. Let's fucking uh, let's let's do be it. bad dudes. Oh, those are some bad dudes. Those are some bad dudes. The black wife beaters. Come on. Are, so they're the same guy, right? You think Blade and Stryker are the same guy? Mike, you look at those two guys. Yeah, they're just fucking jacked bad dudes. <laughs> when right. you perfect the human body, you yeah. can only look so different. So two bad dudes, black tank tops, fingerless gloves. Also, at the time, coolest thing in the world. Um, Always. They are in New York, and that's the, the Empire State Building behind them. It is. And the Empire State Building is cutting in between bad and dudes. Mm, trademark bad dudes oh one's got gray pants one's got green pants that's so it's a real mario golf type scenario here <laughs> <laughs> their muscles are bulbous two Whoa, player great baby. noise that's great, great noise. noise that's it that brings us back blade and striker well okay we'll both be blade <laughs> you can both be blade <laughs> okay so striker okay the r's look like a's that that's, looks like an a yeah well, his name's stay kia it's ikea stay ikea stay ikea okay so stay ikea and i'll look be blade at the chest muscles on those fellas it looks like a, a cavern in between them seriously yeah or like butt cheeks i remember when i first started working out um i watched a porn not while i was working out but the guy in the porn had like a really strong chest mm -hmm. and he had that like it was just a line and then chest bone and a and like that that muscle right and i was like is that what my chest is supposed to look like <laughs> that skin is just holding on for dear life yeah, around yeah, your yeah, muscles yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah that's always a good look Blade and Striker. Oh. 
Uh-oh, here we go. So Guile is talking to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very slowly. Like, the text is going by so slow, he must be like, the president. So his mouth is moving, like, sporadically, and yes. it's like every character, his mouth moves. Yes. A-R-E-Y-O-U-A-B-A-D-E-N-O. Please don't make fun of my learning disability. So this may be you. Yeah, this is you. So we don't play together. I think we go one and then the next. Whoa. What the fuck? I haven't figured Andrew's out what punch struggling. is yet. He doesn't know how to punch yet. Oh, there you go. Oh, you got a serious karate punch. Hard karate here. Now, it's it's annoying because back then you didn't realize jujitsu was the real discipline you wanted to learn. Yeah. You just, you're just choking out every enemy one by <laughs> Yeah, one. yeah. I'm doing a lot of triangle chokes. Arm bars. Dead. I'm dead. Oh, but you can't jump and shoot at the same time. Jump Ju and shoot. You can't <laughs> jump and shoot your fist. Yo, this game controls bad. You're going like frame by frame. Yeah, it's it's really bad. And the issue is the enemies move twice as fast as and you. And they just walk through you. Yeah, they can just go through you. So you're, the problem is the characters are true to life in the way that they are big muscle freaks but have no speed and agility. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So they, they were going for accuracy, and I appreciate that. I also, I feel like the images I've seen from the arcade game make it seem like it, those were a lot better. Oh, fuck, Andrew just knuckled that guy. <laughs> he Jorge Masvidal'd him right off the bat. All, like... And here's the thing, you gotta you gotta appreciate the commitment of this ninja gang. Like they all dress like ninjas. Yeah, they are all ninjas, which you know, you think they used to do that for um to hide. Yeah. But man, it makes you really obvious which one's a ninja. There's in, a ninja. In an urban situation, yeah, hundred percent. You'd think in order to hide they'd dress up like I don't know. There you go. Homeless people? Like John Wick? Give yeah, us a John, John Wick, Wick situation. I, it honestly makes so much sense. Oh, you're allowed to punch and jump and punch. Okay. That guy with the sword is just following me around and yeah, I don't he's, like he's it. he's up on a, a higher level. Andrew's going through. There's a fence. Oh, he's got a boss coming now who's uh, kind of a big fat fatty. I'm not going to lie. He's breathing uh, fire on you. He looks like Andrew. a mutant. Oh my God. That was he fresh. has to be a mutant because he's breathing fire on you. I don't know how this is supposed to be beatable if I'm being completely honest. I'm like, not sure what we're missing. It's like there's a third button or something like that. And uh, turns out there's not. Because keep, keep in mind, this is NES. Like when no, I, heard, I know. When I heard it was a port of a uh, an arcade game that was on the NES, I was like, well, it's not like the NES had the capability to compare with arcade games. No. Like SNES, yeah. maybe. Fuck, I died. I didn't even get to the boss. Okay, this is... Okay. Oh, yo, oh my god. So you start at the boss because you've made it to the boss once before. Andrew's just kicking his shins. That's usually how you want to kill a boss. Oh, now he ducks. Shins. Ah. He ducks and Andrew dies. Continue okay. or end. I guess we're going to continue. Well, I get, like, yeah. We played for three minutes. Well, this was fun. <laughs> it turns out we were not bad enough dudes. We're not, I'm not a very bad dude, it no. turns out. Oh, I can jump down. Oh, do how did you do that? Down and jump. Fuck me. I, I've i been trying, Andrew, <laughs> and you have not been reciprocating. Amir keeps getting in the way. Amir keeps getting in the way. Whoa, this guy's jumping sword like guy, a pogo stick. Sword guy jumps up and then comes down with the sword. Oh, oh my God. there's a woman now? I don't know about this. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm not a bad enough dude to strike a woman. Dude, I hate the combat in this game. Like, actively, I dislike this. All right, here he is. There you go. Now you get away from him. Oh, and he fired Yeah. Me. You're fired, he says. <laughs> oh, hey. You fired. He's kind of got the shape of Donald Trump. Too. He has definitely the shape. So we're starting at the beginning again. It's basically just an urban environment that you're going to. There's a there's an upper level and a lower level. I'm um, not. The level is very short. It's very short before you get to the boss, but it's still just hard. Like I don't feel like. You know, we deal with this issue a lot in older games where sometimes it starts to feel like you don't have any control 
over protecting yourself. And we kind of had that feeling in Maximo as well, or not Maximo, uh, uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Super Ghouls and Ghosts, where it just kind of felt like the enemies were going to do what they're going to do and they're just kind of going to hit you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's it. And then here we are. Oh my God, you gotta be kidding <laughs> you me. You stepped on a shuriken and died. But the guy was throwing oh. from off screen. Yeah. Well, how would I supposed it, to Andrew? see that cup? What the hell? Is he, oh, Andrew just took over my character. Now you're playing as Striker? Question mark. Uh, yeah, I'm Strikea. I like this. The, Andrew's just walking forward. He's not, not even trying I'm not to even, fight. He's just like, show me the boss. I'm not even engaging with these guys because literally it doesn't do anything other than slow you down. Here's <laughs> another thing: is Sorry. when they throw shurikens at you, you can't duck out of the way. No, you duck. The, they hit you. Stay. They hit you. Do you have to jump over them? Because that seems pretty fucking difficult. Oh my and, god! And this is the thing: like people who listen to this podcast and know how much I like Dark Souls, they're like, "Well, you." like difficult games right. so like why don't you just like why don't you appreciate what, you, what you're dealing with there and there's a difference in difficulty when when you factor in fairness and this doesn't seem fair there's there's no real tell when the enemy's about to shoot you and it's also just hard to avoid getting hit like they just kind of walk on screen you don't know if they're going to throw the shurikens high or low well this seems to be a recurring trend with arcade games we've played is that Every enemy gets the first shot. Yeah, 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 and yeah. You, there's nothing you could do about it. And it's just that hell tax because they want to get more quarters out of you. What, what I'm learning, though, is that as you... Fucking oh Jesus God. Christ. As you, make your way, well. as you make your way through the level, you get this understanding that if you get to the enemy first, because they kind of jump at you, then you beat them. But if they plant their feet, it's done. Like, you, you, got, no, you got no hope. They're going to throw a shuriken at you. Oh, that actually works. Oh, Andrew ducked under a, a kick, which is cool. It does seem like level change changes make a big difference because the enemies have to jump to you to get to you, and while they're jumping, they're uh, they're they're hittable. What do you think of the oh. music? Uh, the music's good. Music's good. I actually kind of like the backgrounds as well, even though I know they're really generic and stuff like that. Yeah, for NES, it works. Like, keep in mind, this is the same console that we played uh, Home Alone on, right? Like, yeah, and that was a nightmare. Not for Kevin McAllister, for us. Yeah. <laughs> There's just ninjas coming around. Just death of a thousand cuts is what Andrew's dealing with right it's, now. It's little swipes. Oh, here we go. All right. Now he's got the boss. Let's go, you little pervert. Oh, he, he saw me that time. Okay. Jesus Christ. That was fun. Dude, this game is fucking rough. And you know what the weird thing is? It it didn't have bad reviews. Like, people liked it when they played it. Uh, I have to imagine that that was the arcade game because this is kind of a load of trash. Like, honestly, I, this, I, is, this I, is shit. You know, like, the difference between hard games and not is, like, what we've seen in the past is, like, when you lose, you go, oh, okay, give me another one because yeah. I, I, I'm figuring this out. This is one of those games that go into, like, I'm not really sure what we're supposed to do here. I don't know. Where, and we had the same sentiment when we were playing uh, uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. It, it was different. This is this is a different feeling because I, I kind of had a sense of, of at least being able to control where I was going and my oh, nice. interactions with the enemies a little bit, although it felt a little bit more stiff than I would have expected. In this, it's just like, you're you're gonna get hit. Like, sorry, but that's just what... Yeah. Like, that guy guy moves fast as, twice as fast as you. I'm not sure what you're supposed and to do. And he just there. runs on screen before I can even turn around. <laughs> Throws something at you in which you cannot duck or jump over. Oh, oh my, my god. fucking god, dude. Attacks from <laughs> off screen. Oh, you're, you're at the boss, so that's good. Oh. If you're holding up and you jump, I think you jump all the way up. So, so level changing is going to make a big difference on this guy. There you go. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely how we have to do it. So Andrew's kind of cheesing this boss, but it seems like that's what you have to do here. He's, uh, as soon as the boss takes a, a swipe at him, Andrew changes levels. He's being a he's being a real Georges St. Pierre about this. He's just not letting you engage him. Typical Canadian uh -oh. BJJ artist. No, no. Oh, Andrew died. But that was close. But we got the strategy. We got the strategy. Yo, you got it, and this game is fucking good. Yeah, this is the best <laughs> game of all time. I just want to get to the boss. Uh, I haven't even minutes. gotten to the boss. Fuck this game. <laughs> 
That was a very spiteful laugh. Well, luckily, <laughs> I like I like hearing when you lose it. I uh, <laughs> you really you really do. I do. Although the D pads do as well. I know out. they really. It's like it's because like here's the robot who tries to contain himself most of the time, <laughs> and uh, he's just miserable. Because why life did is you make me feel pain? <laughs> It's too bad that you got your PS5. You're so excited to play it today. And, and you came out with a package of, of Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Oh, no. PS5. Zero bits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to download this game on the PS5 and play yeah. through it. Oh, what the? Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck this game. All right, one more from the beginning. Let's fucking see if we can get it. It takes two, baby. Wait, why am I not at the... Why am I not at the... Because we had to start again with our continues. Andrew's asking why he's not at the boss. If you make it to the boss in the run, then you're good to, to start your next run at the boss. But until you lose all your continues, then you have to start from the from scratch. Okay, work like a DJ, you have to start from scratch. Nice. Thanks, man. Oh, get that Coke. A cola. Man, I I probably could have designed games back in the day. <laughs> this has come up a couple of times now. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, what? you got the boss. Oh. oh, my bad. Like, this guy just keeps blowing fire. And it's like, how though? You know what I mean? Where's yeah. it coming from? In I drank a couple liters of gasoline earlier. I love Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> I'm infertile. <laughs> Is it infertile or infertile? Uh, you're asking Internal? the wrong person about pronunciation. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. We gotta we gotta update your language. Borat. Yeah, that was good. That was good, right? Yeah, that was good. Do you see how proud people were online? They were really proud. A lot of oh people were very proud of me of uh, for for learning how to pronounce Borat, or should I say Borat? No, you should not, because <laughs> that's incorrect. Uh, why can't I jump and hit at the same time? That frustrates me. This is like the Mega Man jumping diagonally. Fuck. Okay. Well, fuck. That was it. Okay, good. That was fun. Fuck this game. A big <laughs> fuck you to Ronald Reagan for a couple reasons. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> that's, yep, that's it. We got to do it for our mental health. And welcome back to the retrograde. Let me just put on my fingerless gloves. Here we go. Grease each other up. I think about... Wanting to wear... Oh, boy. Fingerless gloves all the time. Uh-huh. I think they're cool. Uh-huh. I don't understand the purpose of them, but yeah. I want to drive a car while wearing driving gloves. Yeah. Whatever was the purpose of driving gloves, though? I assumed it was because back in the day before automatic steering, like driving was more of an exerted effort. Oh. Like you had to grip that wheel and really turn it. But then why does Ryan Gosling in Drive wear driving gloves? Because he's driving. Why is he wearing a silk scorpion jacket? I don't know. Because it's cool. <laughs> oh, then there you go. <laughs> That's you know your... what? You brought me back down to size. I get it. <laughs> Thanks, Blade. No problem, Strikea. Strikea. Yeah. So we just played Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. And let me tell you, it was a one-sided fight. They outclassed us. Dragon Ninja won. How about straight bad sides. games versus how long do I have to play this for? <laughs> bad dudes uh, that bad suck dudes. at fighting. Bad dudes. Yeah, they do suck at fighting. They're not that bad. No. I mean, they're bad at fighting. You... Is that what they meant? <laughs> We're bad fighting dudes. <laughs> Honestly, what it felt like. It uh, was an unenjoyable experience. That legitimately was one of the more confounding, I think, experiences of a game that we've had. I think that porting this to the NES was just a bad idea. Just yeah. a flat out bad idea. It's a bad dude's idea. It was a bad dude's idea. Yeah. Those dudes had bad ideas, which you wouldn't have guessed if yeah. you saw them. They look like smart guys. I'm thinking Harvard educated. Yeah. I'm thinking Stanford for their un their their postgrad. Oh wow. And I'm thinking that they just founded the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation afterwards. And then <laughs> they Bill named and, it. and then Bill and Melinda took over after that. <laughs> Bill and Melinda were confounded by that idea, going, wait a second. 
That's our names. Yeah, and that's why they took over. They were curious. What do you think the world would have been like since we killed Ronald Reagan? <laughs> His blood is on our muscled hands. Better, question mark? I am right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you let the Gipper die. Remember, kids, don't do drugs. Yeah, also, I hate people with AIDS. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate them, but stay away. <laughs> yeah, don't you touch me. Don't you touch my skin. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I kind of, this is going to be a tough one to talk about because it. It's tough. A, it, oh, yeah. It, well, it is. It is tough to talk Capital about. Capital T. It's a video game. It is. No one can I think. Do, no. Well, we play with controllers. We tried to play with controllers. We didn't play well with controllers, though. <laughs> no, not at all. This is it, the issue with this game, and so similar to a lot of arcade games that are uh, ported into uh, console games, yep. is it's just overtly difficult for no reason other than just to wanting to be punishing. It's the, it's not a reason that's intentional, but the reason is that the controls are garbage. Yeah. Like, the controls are garbage. The yeah. response time is garbage. The inability to punch and jump at the same time when the enemies can, like... I get like this is what we deal with all the time. And this is something I struggle with as hosts of a retro gaming podcast. I feel like there are people who enjoy the lack of movement yeah. and, and that real nostalgic feel, not for the aesthetic, but for the actual control of like, this is just what things were like. They're slower, they move at more of like a, a bit by bit rate. Yeah. Um, but you and I are not that. No. And I think that's kind of why we do what we do. It's not us gushing over retro games. It's no. us trying to go back and experience what we used to think about them, even right. though nowadays we've come a very long way. Like we are not, I don't think you'd describe yourself as someone who explicitly enjoys retro games. No, no, I'm not a, a purist in a lot of ways, but yeah, you find same. these people that are collectors, right? They're like, oh, I collect guitars and these weird old guitars or cars or, uh, you know, kitchen, some kitchen supplies and yep. stuff like that. And they're Taylor like- Taylor Kitchen. Yeah, Taylor Kitchen. Yeah, for the <laughs> And they go, well, I use this for this. And you're like, that's just not efficient though. And they're yeah. like, yeah, but- you know, there's a heart to it that you don't understand. I know, or I know. The guitar that doesn't, but like the D chord doesn't work. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but you just got to hear it in the thing. And yeah, I love it. Or or cars that clearly like, you know, there's no better car than the, the car that came out this year. Yes. But you like the old car for yep. its old quirks. For the analog kind of feel. Yeah. 100%. I am not like that. And, yeah. and, and it, when it comes to games like this, I get frustrated that we've made advancements because of these games like this. That's a great point. Yeah. Our games are better because of games like Bad Dudes versus Dragons, 100%. where the aesthetic is is there, the idea is there, it's steeped in 80s nostalgia, but the controls just don't work for it. And like, I'm someone who in the modern day struggles with gameplay versus story. Yeah. Even now, when, when the gameplay is so much more, like, you, I, I don't think, like, you and I are, are kind of, you know, shunned for our dislike of the remake of God of War. Yeah, like we are. Version. We are on the outside looking in. Yeah. Um, but even that, I think you'll agree that gameplay is so much fucking better than what we just played. It's not even, it's not, not even, even close. Like why, even why even compare it? Yeah. But, e but that's, that's why it's, it's, it's head, it's leaps and bounds. It's, it's light years away from that. Mm -hmm. But even then I play that game and I'm like, I just don't like the gameplay. It's yeah. not it. So how am I supposed to enjoy something like this when it's so much worse? And that's mm -hmm. not to say that all retro games that only have an A and B button, I'm not going to enjoy, but when the fluidity and control that you have over your character is the cause of the difficulty. Yeah. I'm not on board. You know what, but if if we had to operate with those controls and the enemy operated similarly yes. with similar controls, yeah, 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 fine, yeah. so be it. Everyone's on the same level, fine. But they're working at second frame rates or right. working at like half the 
two times the frame rate. They're throwing things from off screen. They're doing things where you're like, so there's no way for me to get out of this. And yeah. it's and I think we talked about it uh, during the gameplay. I just don't like the ones where they're like, heads up, you're going to have to go through uh, 10 continues to beat this game. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's not fun. Well, it's also like I would be so curious to look at a YouTube video of someone beating this game and see what they do different. Like, what, what do they have at their disposal that makes the game play so much differently that they can probably get to the point where they walk through the first level as a tremendous not amount a of patience that's what they have right yeah and, and not not patience and and not necessarily getting better at the game it's just learning the exploits and timing of it which to me is like if that's what i want to go back and play a game for i'm gonna want to play a a puzzle game yeah because then you learn the patterns like to me this shouldn't be about patterns um, and I, I understand that I'm kind of contradicting myself when I say I love Dark Souls for the patterns, but those patterns are like little bits of, it's like, it's like when you learn self-defense in school or something and they're like, when someone grabs your arm like this, in this yeah. context, you do these moves and it gets you through it. Well, a couple of bad dudes come in to teach you <laughs> self-defense. With their puffed out chests. Yeah. Yeah. They're all greased up like pigs. <laughs> well, see, that's tough because when the greased up people grab your, your wrist, yeah. it's much harder. Can't do it. You can't do anything. <laughs> and they just, they prepare and they just, that's how every time I'm walking down the street yes, late well, at night. Do it. I what, there's all my presidential impressions are coming out here. <laughs> Mr. Bush, are you going to raise taxes? I will not. No, sorry. Do you, do you have a good impression of, of governors? Any governors? Sure. What about the governor of California, X? Uh, oh, wait, Gavin Newsom? Like the one now? No, no, no. What was that? Ex-governor of California a few years back. I think I'm here. <laughs> Arnold. Arnold's, Arnold's here. Everyone, I'm here. I'm Arnold. You aren't even trying. Okay, wait. Okay, okay. I earnestly will try. Andrew, this, this is, is, my, so this is my impression of you. I will. I want to hear this, but this oh, is my boy. impression of you doing an impression of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, everyone, I'm here. He's <laughs> <laughs> <His> famous expression. <laughs> um. <laughs> and you know how he's great at pronouncing R's? <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm here. Hello, everybody. It is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, from Austria. Uh, okay, wait. Uh, the governor of California. I used to terminate. I go to uh, terminate wait, your taxes. You, where is he from? Paris, Austria. <laughs> it sounds like French in Austria. Yeah, they do. They do. I think. Arnold. Arnold. Got to the chopper. Got to the chopper. Got to the chopper. Okay, see, we're getting there. It's we're not a tumor. Up. I'm taking one of the most famous impressions in the world that everyone, like everyone's grandmother can do. Can you do an impression of saying infamous properly? <laughs> infamous? No, I was no, I was trying to say famous, oh, most oh. famous impressions. <laughs> I thought you said, it's one of the most infamous impressions I've ever heard. <laughs> you, know, you, you remember the video game series Infamous? <laughs> it's about where they're sucker famous, punch. right? I never played it. <laughs> sucker, sucker Punch games. Same oh. as Ghost of Tsushima, same as Sly Cooper. Uh, yeah. God, Ghost of Tsushima, that is on my list. It's It's gotta be. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I don't even know how we got there. Oh no, you're saying grab a wrist. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, so no. it's so the the reason I bring that up is because it's like there are moments in Dark Souls where you find yourself in a situation and your muscle memory kicks in. You're like, I know how to get through this specific moment of the track of this, you know, yeah. uh, uh, contained sort of area. In in this game, it's like. I don't know. I guess the only way to figure it out is to understand the patterns. Like there's one point in the first level where there's a truck and ninjas jump out of the truck mm. up to the top level. Yeah. And if you punch at the right time, you hit both of them at the same time and you don't have to fight them. Yeah. Learning that is a way to get through that area without having to fight. Right. But in order to get from point A to point B of the first level and and actually like figure it all out, yeah. you need to learn that pattern with everyone who comes on screen at any time. And that doesn't seem fun to me. No, and you know, and to get it back to the the 
Demon Souls and and uh, that series of games that you're such Dark a, Souls, Bloodborne, Dark Souls, all that yeah. that you're such a huge fan of. That's fine to go. This well executed, well tuned game is punishing because there is a right answer. But can you imagine if you got a puzzle and twelve pieces were just incorrect? Yeah, true. You'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, this is a shitty puzzle. Yeah. I hate all puzzles. No, you don't. Yeah. You hate bad puzzles. Yeah. Like if a Rubik's cube, you know, one was just a diamond, like in the middle of it. And you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, ah, uh, you got to figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Give but us more quarters. There's a we'll guy tell on you. YouTube to figure yeah. it out, and you're like, ah, okay, I guess. I yeah, it's very unintuitive, and it just feels like the only way you beat this game is by developing a strange inexplicable obsession with the game yeah. so that you learn every moment of it and beat it. Um, with that said, that was kind of the style of game that we played a lot of back in the day. Yes. So the first thing I think we should do, Andrew, is give our, our review of this game based on what we think we would have thought of it back in the day. If we were yeah. playing this as little baby boys, uh, what do you think you would have thought of this game? Well, it You know, it is ring the bells. It's tough because it is one of those ones where you do think, I liked games like this. I liked games where you side, like scroll, side scroll, yep, beat up people, figure out, you know, obviously it's inefficiencies and just kind of work your way through the game sure. and be, you know, frustrated, but lose a ton. As a kid, my memories right. are continuing games, you know, tons of deaths and figuring it out eventually. And then having a weird, you know, uh, love for the game. They'll never love you back that, you know, shaped my romantic life for the next oh, cool. It's years. everyone I've ever met. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of play this game and you go there, but yet there were better games than this. Yeah, they're, they're, they're I, just, I think that's that's one hundred percent the case. And so I'm trying to be nice as a kid because I wouldn't have been as a kid going like point five, didn't like it, whatever. Right. Cross my arms, you know what I mean. This is enough in there that I would have gone. I would have tried till 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 the middle of the night trying to figure out this game. Yep. So I'm gonna give it. Mm-hmm, I'm in between a one point five and a two. Okay. Because I. You know what? I ultimately think I'll give it a two because I would have totally bought all the like bad dude, uh, muscled up, you know, uh, sure. uh, you know, sort of greased up muscles and like, you know, saving the president. I would have bought all that. The music is not bad. The back art is not bad. Yeah. The controls are shitty, but I don't think I knew enough. There wasn't enough to compare it That's to at point. the time yeah. that I could really pick it apart like I can't. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a two. I like that. And I think what you just touched on is the reason why some people are capable of loving retro games as they exist. Okay. It's because they can really channel that feeling as a kid being like, I don't know any different. This right. is just what games are right now. So I'm going to love it because I love the aesthetic. And I think so much more of enjoying retro games back when they came out was about the aesthetic in the story. So yeah. if you loved the idea of eating hamburgers with Ronald Reagan, you were going to like this game whether or not you loved the mechanics because mm. the ex- the idea of perfect mechanics didn't exist yeah. and they still don't exist and there have been a bunch of roadblocks along the way and speed bumps like for example, the PlayStation 2 era of camera control. Yeah. Like those little things, they come up and it's like, for me, I can't go back and play a PlayStation 2 game because the camera's always going to get in the way. It's yeah. always going to be an issue. Uh, and I can't go back and play retro games like this because the controls are always an issue. But some people are able to kind of look aside and almost channel who they were at that point right. in time and their expectations at that point in time. I can't do that with this game. No. Like, I I, I think every moment... Uh, I got I every every time I took a hit, every time I killed someone, there yeah. wasn't a sense of satisfaction or dissatisfaction. It was just kind of like, yeah, this is just the way this game's going to go, and I'm along for the ride. It is I the have, way. It is the way. It is the way, and it's not the way that I want to go. No, I get because because I I do think about games that I played in this era, and, and keep in mind, part of us 
subjectively reviewing these games as, as a kid, and, and our retro scores are always very subjective, yeah. is understanding that we would have played it at a certain age. This game came out in 1989, sure, but I wouldn't have been playing it in 89. I was no. born in 89, so I, I would have been playing it three. in about... Yeah, yeah. I, w- <laughs> I would have been playing it probably like 92, 93, and at yeah. that point, I could have played some SNES games, mm-hmm. maybe a Final Fight or something like that. Yeah. And those games, even when I was losing, I enjoyed. They were fun. This game, I think I would lose... There were a few games even back then that I played where I couldn't make it through the first level and I never fucking played it again. <laughs> and I think this would have been uh, one of those games. I'm going to give this one a... Uh, I'm in between a one and a one and a half. Oh, okay. Um, I'm probably going to give this one a one. Honestly, like okay. I, I, I feel kind of shitty doing it because I just... <laughs> I know it probably deserves more. But I, yeah. I, I keep thinking about games that are like the Joe and Max of the world, the Final Fights, Contra, all games yeah. that sure, it's, it's probably not fair to compare to because those games came out years later, but those years later is when I would have been playing a game like oh, this. For sure. And on the NES, I could have played Mario. Like you're mm-hmm. telling me I'd pick this up instead of fucking Mario? Yeah, not no, a chance. No, so no, no. One, a one for me and, and you said a two. It's a two for me and a one for you for a three out of eight. And that's going to be the high mark. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not going to go higher in your uh, in your retro in your three and a half. Score? Thanks very much. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. A two and a one. Obviously, not not great. A three out of eight. And you know what? I you know I say that you know before I get into the review too. I just want to kind of say you know follow up on something you were saying there is that you do this with old art all the time. And, you know, since you and I are people that believe video games are art, you do this are you, Are you saying you as in me or you as in like the gen, general you? No, I'm saying you. What like you, me, me what specifically. You, yeah, Mike, yeah. you just said. Yeah. I, I think it's like, no matter the art that you go back to, some stuff from the 50s, you have to kind of turn around and go, heads up, it's casually racist. Like, oh, true, true, heads true. heads up, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy's really physically abusive with that woman. Yeah. You know, all Street this stuff that, Desire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, pick a movie. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not great. Look, Chinatown. Except I think the Honeymooners, because she deserved it. <laughs> yeah, to the moon. She deserves She was an astronaut. Uh, you know, <laughs> is, uh, you know, like we were watching Chinatown the other day, which I think is honestly one of the best movies of all time. And there's just tons of stuff that's not great. It's also directed by Roman Polanski. Like there's all, you know, you do have to make caveats. And I'm talking about really nefarious caveats when it comes to like social things. Sure. Um, And now we're talking about technical stuff. So they're very different. Just keep that in mind. I'm not comparing the two, but you do always have to add caveats to old games because there's a reason it's an old game. You didn't make a classic and go like, and that was it. And video games ended, you know? So, you do have to follow up with these things. The the so when I get into my review now, you also need to keep in mind they didn't continue the Bad Dudes trilogy to like ten games deep. Right, they Be- did have a sequel a couple years yes. later, but it also was not very well received. And I wonder why. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like this wasn't part of this deep lore that like oh we need to build off of this incredible mechanic yeah. or idea or story or anything like that. I think that people understood it was a relatively shallow idea. And part of the reason why it's maybe appealing now is it's so hyper shallow right. that it's hilarious. Where you're like, oh, I just want to eat uh, cheeseburgers with the president sure, and sure. save him being kidnapped. That's great. This game's not great. Uh, there is certain appeal to it. It is worth striking up to see that are you a bad enough dude strikering up oh and you need to blade it up and uh, (laughs) you know but then you get to the actual game and unfortunately that's the reason you stay with it yeah and it's just not should be at least yeah it's just not worth yeah it's just not there you know i i i i very will never give things zeros unless it like is aggressively 
infuriating. Yeah. This is a 0.5. Okay. It's just not good. And and there is a certain appeal to t- starting it up and going, oh, this is so stupid. I love this. And then you play the game and you're like, okay, I don't want to play the game anymore. I totally get that. So it's half an hour deep. <laughs> I, I have a weird uh, justification for the score that I'm going to give to this game. And it's basically that a lot of games- It's out of four. Just keep that in mind, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give it a five. No, no. Uh, it's a six and a half. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. incredible. Out of three. I'm really changing. Oh <laughs> yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's that uh, when you go back and look at games from this area- era, especially on the NES, especially ports, they all have this issue. Mm. So I could play this game or I could play a hundred other games from this era okay. and they're all going to play the same way. Yep. At least this has the comedy of being about saving Ronald Reagan <laughs> and eating hamburgers, <laughs> right? There are a bunch of games that just came out without that identity to mm. it. Now that doesn't mean I'm going to pick this game up and play it. But there's a reason why we picked this game up. Yeah. And that's because it made a name for itself by being absurd in a way where we have a fondness towards nowadays, looking back. We're like, isn't it hilarious that this was the concept of a game? Yeah. Was it ironic? Was it self-aware? We don't know. But it's kind of a time capsule, and I appreciate that about it. That said, there are probably games that control a little bit better yeah. that I would go back and play that we will never even talk about, and it's totally off our radar because it doesn't make a name for itself. And those would probably get a lower score than this game, even though mechanically this game is a piece of garbage. Yeah. Um, with that said, it seems as though the the time capsule of this game, which hurt it in the retro score, is helping it in the current score because oh. I have to compare it to everything that, that it came out right, around. Right, and right. because of that, this game is kind of unchanged for me. I think it stands apart from other similar retro games uh, that it came that came out around it but it's not something I want to go back and play. And because of that, I'm giving this one same score as my retro score, a one out of four. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, I didn't see that one coming. So a one and a 0.5, 1.5. That gets a combined score to four and a half. That's uh, not great. Oh, no. That uh, is definitely not good. But it's not bad. I'm kidding. It is pretty bad. No, that's bad. Um, so as, uh, What's I, bad in this? <laughs> John Badden. <laughs> Um, Two bad dudes. This is uh, this is uh, something that we wanted to come back to, which is uh, giving our uh, our our awards for these games that oh, we're playing because it's been it's been a while back. since we've done that. Uh, last episode, Oregon Trail didn't win any awards because we've changed it. <sighs> yep. Where the uh, uh, the I think it was the New Mexican Landfill Award, which mm-hmm. is originally it was going to be anything that receives a three and below. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, we've we've made it so that it's anything below the number that we're going to give it. Okay. So in this case, this game wins a few awards. Oh, does it? And one of the awards that it wins, wins is the yeah, it wins, <laughs> wins awards. This is this is so receives. We have, we have awards for uh uh it has has forced upon them. I think yeah, <laughs> we have awards for good games and awards for bad games. Uh, maybe we should call them just distinguishments or something uh, yeah acknowledgements or yeah like <laughs> here come up on stage you're getting this i don't want to you're taking it <laughs> yeah it's like the what's that movie award the, the razzies the, the razzies yeah exactly uh i don't know if bad dudes is going to come up and accept these awards but we've got the uh the uve bowl memorial oh, no. or sorry the uve bowl memorial <laughs> dead pixel trophy which is an overall score of six or less yeah uh definitely gets that award yeah, uh, we have the new mexican landfill which ah. is based obviously on et that is a retro score below three yeah. it gets that as well Mm -hmm. and the newly uh, 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 tweaked Worst Buy Hall of Fame, which is any score that receives uh, a current score below a three. That is 100% going your way, bad dudes. Uh, that's about it. Like there, there, it's just a bunch of bad awards that this game gets. Yeah, Um, it wasn't great. But here's the thing. Okay. Oh boy, it's still 
Like, I only roast the ones I love these, by Mike Aaronworth. <laughs> these are the games that we should talk about because it's so fucking absurd. Like, you don't lose sight of the fact. Like, I don't want to shit on this game to the point where I'm like, we don't, we shouldn't talk about this no, game yeah, anymore. Yeah. Put this, put the words on a t-shirt. Let's say, are you bad enough, dudes? Let's say, do you want to have hamburgers with Ronald Reagan? Like, yeah, yeah. that's funny. It's yes. fucking crazy that that exists. And when so many other games were similar to this and that they were poor gameplay, but you know, whatever. And they've been forgotten. Didn't have an identity. This one didn't. It didn't. And and I, I completely agree with you. I don't want to be like, I, this wasn't, uh, this wasn't, what was the Brian Bland game? Oh, Celebrity Deathmatch. This was Celebrity Deathmatch where I ended it. I'm like, God damn, I hate this goddamn everything I hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is more like, <laughs> didn't work. What are you going to do? Yeah. This was in the spirit of why we started this podcast in the first place. A hundred percent. Because I, I do think, again, when we as kids, as little baby boys yeah. and little baby girls mm-hmm. and little baby everything in between, yeah, everything. were playing these games as kids, I think that we had less of a threshold for enjoyment. It was more about the fact that like video games are new. Isn't yeah. it crazy that we can go left to right and beat up people on the street? Yeah, yeah. That was impressive to us. Oh, now God, we yeah. need more. We're fucking spoiled now. Yeah, and, we are. I'm Listen, I'm the guy with the PlayStation 5 sitting on my couch looking for a place to play it I'm more spoiled than anyone I expect greatness in the games that I play <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I will not play them unless they're great also time's valuable you know what I mean yeah. like whatever if there was a hundred video games back then and I think that's honestly a right around number in 1988 there's a hundred video games you can choose from when something is bad it doesn't seem bad because you're comparing it to other things yes now that we have a million games yeah you can go okay that's really bad you know and and, and it's also at a time when you say compare it to other games yeah you didn't have the internet you had games oh, that true. you played and people around you played. And if someone told me this was a great game, I don't know any fucking different. Oh. I'm going to pick it up and play it and be like, if I don't like it, that's my fault. Totally. You're going to your video rental store and you're looking for Glenn's recommendation right. shelf. And you're right. like, thanks, Glenn. And he's like, no problem. And Glenn you know. loved Ronald Reagan. He did. He was a huge Reagan <laughs> he's fan. He's a huge Reagan fan. <laughs> he's probably the young conservative yeah, group in yeah, high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and yeah. So, no, like, this has a special place. If you're looking to go back and play a video game yeah. and play a video game, Maybe not this one. No, no. But it is iconic in its own way. Here's what I'll say. Okay. If you want to experience this game, go back, YouTube it, and watch the intro, outro, and and end scene. And that's all you fucking need. That's, yeah, that's it. Because it goes downhill from there. It, it, it Everything except the gameplay is great about yeah. this game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Thank Bad you. Dudes. Ho! <laughs> Yeah, that was perfect. I will say they held up the ninja part of it uh, pretty well. They're, it was really clearly easy to spot this. your enemies. Yeah. I don't think, you know, there's there's some games like Grand Theft Auto where there's kind of just like, like uh, is that the bad guy? What? Is that the bad guy? Is that the is bad it, yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're kind of, or, 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 or people who are just kind of like ancillary damage. Like they yeah. just kind of happen. It's, oh, it's, that's true. It's a collateral damage or whatever it is. Um, thank God that word came to me because I started this sentence like, collateral? I, don't, I don't know the word the Jamie Fox Tom Cruise movie? Or collateral damage the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hello, I'm here again. Wouldn't that be uh, crazy if he was just putting on a character for the rest of the world? That and then he comes amazing. home and goes, Hello, Maria Shriver, I'm home now. Dude, I started watching a, or listening to a podcast about, have you ever heard of the company Theranos? Yeah. That the, woman? Yeah, the woman, yeah. Elizabeth Holmes, I think her yeah. name is. She was part of an HBO documentary. I think there was also yeah, a documentary yeah. on it, but the whole, th- like, she puts on a voice a to lower be voice. more, com- like, com- and as soon as you hear it, you're like, that's not her fucking, that's not a real voice. It's, 100% it's very odd voice. sounding, and I've yeah. also heard theories that she does that to gain respect in a very male dominant Not even theories. Any Everyone who knew her earlier that's said true. that they've, like, caught her, like, or, or if they're in her inner circle, they're like, yeah, no, she, 
like everyone who knows her well knows like Gilbert Gottfried. Is it? Is that true? That's a big thing that Gilbert Gottfried does not talk like this. You know, I bah, didn't bah, 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 even bah. I didn't even think about that. And because there's somebody that has somebody's been trying to out him for years, which is also first of all, why? Fuck you, kayfabe, baby, kayfabe. Yeah, kayfabe. Is that? Is uh, they have like voicemails of him just going like, "Hey, it's Gilbert. Uh, I just need to talk to you for a second. And you're like, you know what? It's like just like uh, Teller from Penn and Teller. Yeah, you, you respect the shtick. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. You live what, it. What do you gain from out? Like, what Who the, the fuck, fuck are you doing? Like, yeah, it yeah. works for him mildly. Yeah, like he was he was Iago. Just relax, okay? <laughs> I know I don't I don't get that at all, but whatever. But we do. Thank you so much we for do. listening to this podcast. Andrew does. I don't really give a fuck. Oh, what? Okay. Well. Yeah, honestly, like anyone who listens to this, you can go honestly take a whole rod and put it in your one of your holes, maybe your oh like God. left nostril. Oh. I've got a deviated septum. I can't put it in my right nostril. <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe I should. Yeah, just straight open out. it open it right back yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, one of us thanks you very much for doing this. And the other one explicitly does not God, you're a bad dude. Mm. Uh, but we hope you're doing okay out there. I know things are getting a little weird. Strike her right in the <laughs> pussy. <laughs> oh my God. What is this? A Howard Stern episode? <laughs> I know things are getting weird out there. I hope everyone gets a chance to play video games and have a little bit of solace and peace to themselves inside their home. Wear a mask. We love every single one of you. My name is Andrew Bascom. And I'm Mikey Aramore. And this has been the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at RetrogradeAndy. And then Mikey at RetrogradeMikey. Instagram at the Retrograde Podcast. Between Twitter, Instagram, and everything in between, we've grown a great community. Thank you so much for being part of it. It's like a weird hippie commune where we all have jobs and we might have sex with each other. And sometimes we kill Sharon Tate. <laughs> Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Fuck this game!